Welcome to the Slide Against Tech Simplified podcast. And today I got a special lady. Her name is Melissa Gorito. And she's about to share how her great story. Um, so Melissa, can you just start off talking about what's your background and what was your journey getting into your first position? Sure. Well, thanks first and foremost for having me, Sly. I'm very excited to be here. Um, but yeah, my, my story is I was a hard worker. I had a good work ethic from young on. My mom always worked two jobs. So, you know, 11 years old, here I am delivering newspapers. So that was like step one, right? I had that drive and the work ethic. But um, as I got older, I went into the retail realms and then uh, restaurant business, but that wasn't doing anything for me. So it kind of got, I got bored with it, more mundane. <laughs> and then at the time you went to a newspaper to look for your next job. You did the help wanted. So you would circle what popped out at you. And there was a new wireless company called Cricket Wireless. Mm -hmm. So I spent 15 years total at Cricket Wireless and it was a great venture. Um, I had many different roles. Um, it started off just as a sales rep, but then went to assistant manager um, and then store manager ultimately. Um, so it was a great realm. Um, AT&T at some point came and took over. Uh, basically, they downsized and uh, eliminated a lot of the corporate store structures. So then um, I was surplused. Um, but the, but the, the navigation or the path that I took was pretty uh, amazing. I don't, I don't regret it. I made a lot of friends and, and had a lot of uh, networking peers uh, that I still speak with and talk to today. So I'm grateful for that opportunity, and it also helped me get um, a degree out of it. Well, Melissa, thanks for talking about how you got into your first position. Would you mind sharing what you're doing currently today and how you evolved from working at um, Cricket Wireless, and what are you doing now? Yes, yeah, so I am currently a Microsoft Solution Specialist, too. Mm -hmm. I in my role, I manage licensing. I help with market development. I help oversee compliance with licensing, also security elements to the licensing. I help with teams. I do the demos. I do presentations. So it's quite a unique role where I'm doing a variable of things. And that's, I think, why I love it so much is because I'm dependent and used as such an asset with different areas um, of Microsoft period uh, to oversee. Um, one additional role was tasked to me uh, within the last year of being a Microsoft and uh, nonprofit ambassador. And I think I am truly passionate about that role because it, it's a sense of giving back to the community and it's a rewarding role where you can see uh, these nonprofit organizations really flourish and within the digital transformation that they're, um, you know, maybe not accustomed to, but in need of. So, uh, yeah, I, I think all in all, um, although I'm specifically in technology now, but I think the wireless realm was a nice transition because it is a, a, a form of technology and also a, a, a huge organization, you know, whereas Ingram Micro and Microsoft are uh, big big businesses and, and AT&T was a fortune 500 company. I think Ingram micro was and Microsoft is. So, you know, it just kind of helped lead the way. Sweet. So one quick question for you, where do you see your career going next? Where do you want to go? Yeah. So I am a people person. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to the 10th power and I like uh, interacting with people. So I think I want to be in the field. So more of that executive role where I can be in the field and hands-on with these partners and helping them develop. So that's, that's my, my goal. Um, but we'll see where, where I navigate to, um, as you know, people change and switch up all the time. <laughs> well, that sounds like I, I, what everything you shared already. Um, I think you'd be great for that next role. So if you, yeah. in, thank you, make sure to extend on her role. And I'm just joking. <laughs> you never know. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a, a lifelong learner. So I'm, I'm always up for any challenge. So that's one great thing I'd say. Uh, yeah. So what's your educational background? Yeah, so uh, speaking of the educational portion, um, in order to have a management role at the Cricket Wireless um, Realm, um, you had to have a degree. So I already had a two-year degree um, with debt, and it was something that I was deterred from doing again. I did not want to, you know, increase my debt. But looking more into it, I found that Cricket offered a tuition reimbursement program, and I took full advantage of that. So I didn't stop. I got my bachelor's and then started to pursue my master's while at Cricket. So it was great. You had to have a four-year degree in order to be a store manager. And once I got that, um, I wanted to know what's next. What's my next step to be a director? And when the downsizing came, it was probably at the best time because I was still looking for that change. And one of my previous peers from the wireless round reached out and told me about Ingram Micro. And it was there at Ingram Micro under Microsoft that I was able to um, finish my master's. So I came out from both industries uh, or companies without any debt. So um, it was a huge opportunity. And I just say for anyone that's at a larger company, because they are um, removing this option for tuition reimbursement. They're very hard to find. Um, but those that are within those companies take advantage. I mean, you really, you get ahead and without the debt is just, you know, it's, it's very rewarding and it's next to nothing. And to be honest with you, when I researched less than 2% of, of employees actually take advantage of it. So it should be you take advantage of those opportunities if it's available. Sure. So I got, I got a good, first of all, that's a fantastic story. Um, one thing I liked about that is you growing in each role, doing a little bit, what's more than you to first, you know, go from sales or up to store manager, then realizing, all right, I need to get this degree. So how can I do this the best way? Right. You didn't let that, you know, you were deterred before it before you realize you get um, tuition reimbursement and use that to your advantage. And now you got your MBA and you're debt free. Cause that's some reason why I stopped at my bachelor's and I ended up just focused on my um, certifications because all the organizations I was a part of, they paid for it. Or if not, they were cheaper than me getting a degree. And, um, you know, I'm eventually going to go back and either get my law degree or master's degree in like cybersecurity, yes. one of the two, or maybe both. Um, Absolutely. That's something I want to do down the road. But one thing I did want to drill into is how was your days? How do you shape your days and nights to do that? Because that seemed like that's a heavy workload when you're yeah. having a full-time job. 
Absolutely. Um, so the work-life balance was a struggle for me. Um, and especially during some of the transition where we were acquired by other companies at the time. Um, I, I even want to say my undergrad was harder for me than my graduate studies. And a lot of people won't agree with me, but for me, with what I was dealing with and tasked with because of the transition, it was a lot. But um, working all day, you just have to really carve out time in your schedule and, and hone in on your work. I mean, I was up YouTube and how to build a, I think one of the classes I had was, it was learning QuickBooks and you had to build a business out of QuickBooks. And when I tell you I was going cuckoo. So YouTube was like my best friend and it helped me and learned how to do, you know, X, Y, Z. I know you know how to, you, you learn as long as you can apply it, you can do it. So that's kind of how I work. Um, you, I can read a book all day long, but I have to go in and actually apply it for me to like get it and grasp it. So that really helped me out a lot and save my day. Um, and yeah, I think just it, the most important thing is to just make sure that you're dedicated to a regimented schedule, um, because without that, you will get lost in the shuffle. I mean, there were people that started um, at different terms with me and they they fell out because um, they just couldn't keep up with the task or the workload. So that is very important for sure. And that just shows me your persistence and your perseverance to like when you set a goal you're going to see it through to the end. So that's like a highly um, sometimes untrainable skill for someone, right? To, mm-hmm. to maintain that persistence because I know I can't, I can't imagine how many times you probably thought of not finishing crept into your mind and um, you found a way to persevere for that. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so one thing you, you're pretty um, seasoned in your career. Mm-hmm. What were you, what would you share with Melissa when she first joined? Uh, and the reason why I asked that question is my audience is usually between the age of 18 and 32, 33. And mm-hmm. then you still have the fringes. You still have people older or younger, but that's the primary focus. So a lot of those people are getting started right now. And what would you, you know, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, so I would just say, um, figure out what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, mm-hmm. and really hone in on those weaknesses. And what I'll say is, for me, I had a problem or a fear or weakness of public speaking, it just wasn't something that I was um, a fan of. I, you know, if you ask me to do it, I'll do it. But did I feel confident? No. Did I feel prepared? Even if I I'd studied, you know, no. But Ingram Micro, they had a program called Toastmasters. So there's all sorts of programs out there um, that can help you with whatever your weakness may be. It could be in just retaining information or, you know, for me, it was public speaking. But through Toastmasters and and trial and error and using everyone's tips and tricks, um, you can overcome any of those fears and really capitalize on it. And, you know, our industry is is massive as far as the technology realm, right? I mean, there's all different avenues and 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 places you can go within the realm. Um, so I think for women um, and young uh, students, or um, you know anyone that's interested in technology, I think it's a, a wonderful realm. It's endless learning. So if you you like change, um, I personally identify with that um, coming from a cell phone industry and going from like a CDMA network to a GSM network. And you just learn. It's just for me, it's not only like a passion that I have, but 
it's rewarding and you can educate people what you're learning and, and show the differences. But yeah, I think ultimately, um, find out and, and, and drive out what's your passion. And, and if you don't feel confident in a certain area or a weakness, then hone in on it and work on it because you will get better. Um, one, one area I will say too, is some of those people that you listen to on those Ted talks, they have a prior story before they got there on that stage. And they'll tell you a lot of them weren't confident or prepared to, to do something like that. But over time with preparation, I mean, now they're, they're in front of, you know, thousands of people and they nail it, you know? So I think that's important. Yeah, and then you touched on something really key there, delayed gratification, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to take some time before you see that success and before you enjoy it, right? So you got to put Absolutely. in that work before behind the scenes uh, to be prepared for it. Like um, you could talk to any of my friends when I was at the University of Buffalo and um, I was in my marketing classes and I had to do presentations and I would stutter. Um, I look at my slides and start stuttering and I'd lose my train of thought. It was terrible, right? But I kept doing it. I kept um, just presenting online and then doing open mics and poetry. So I was a host. Then I do my, I just do slam poetry. Um, then I started for my jobs, forcing myself to do presentations. Started reading books on presentations. I read the book mm-hmm. like Think Like Ted. Uh, I mean, Talk Like Ted. Um, and then all the different pre- presentation books that I still look at today. And then like my job now, I get paid to present, right? So it's mm-hmm. like something that took time to morph in it. But um, this that delayed gratification, like I'm even doing that now, working on my um, written communication to get better in my grammar. Mm-hmm. Because when you interact with like C-level executives, your grammar and your written communication need to match your oral communication. And that's an area that gives me some anxiety. So, you know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to put some structure to that, to go back to the basics, to get better at that. So, yeah, I'm glad that you shared that because that's something that definitely transformed my um this is my trajectory in my career once Mm -hmm. I learned to hone that in. So let's pivot. Let's talk about what does Melissa do for fun? What are some of the hobbies you have outside of work? Yeah. So uh, one thing about me is I am extremely active. I love sports. I grew up in a sports fanatic home, I I could say, uh, where my mom is absolutely just a fan of all sports. Um, so growing up, it was second nature to just go to the games, watch games, um, and just be a trailblazer, go bills. Um, but yeah, so I, I do it all. I actually play football. I play basketball with my son when we have time, um, dodgeball, kickball, uh, you name it. I'm, I'm going to try it if I've never tried it. Um, but then too, I'm also, um, health con- conscious. So, I do take care of myself inside and out. So with yoga and fitness, you know, probably four days, maybe even five sometimes a week, I will work out at the gym or at home. Um, virtual yoga is is on and popping. So, you know, kudos to that. But yeah, I, I, actually, I actually have to have some sort of activity in my life to stay sane. <laughs> That's cool. That seemed like you're well balanced. You got to the grit and you got the energy for work and then you also have the health and your body. So the whole, that's pretty much how you got to live. They say to live a successful life. You got to have purpose. You have that. You got to have your, your body, your temple in sync while eating and taking care of it. And Mm -hmm. also you just said yoga. So I know you got to probably do some meditation in there as well. Absolutely. You know, for that mind, that mental wellness. So yes, self-care is so important. And I'm a 
true advocate of that. Sometimes it takes a long time to figure out what that is, but mm -hmm. I think it is important to explore a lot of those different options so you can find what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So um, what's some of the books, your favorite books and podcasts yeah. um, that you like to share with the audience? I actually want to share three different books. Um, one is going to be more for a, like a professional uh, read, but this one is a popular one. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you could see that. The five dysfunctions of a team. Yeah. Um, yeah so this is Patrick Lincioni, um, yeah. but this is a great book. I think um, as a leader or coach or manager, it's really important to have synergy and effective teams. And this mm -hmm. book really kind of hones in on that. So if you can see it, sorry. We got a little peek at it for a minute, but the background is doing its yeah. job. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, that's it's a really good book. The second one, um, so I'm in a realm, and I know, Sly, you can speak to this, is dealing with presentations on a regular basis and watching them day in and day out. They get boring, and sometimes if they're not put together, you're you don't even know what you're walking, what type of information you're walking away with. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why is because people overcomplicate things. And even on the visuals, they just use too much detail that you're just not, you're not getting it. You're not grasping it because it's too, too detailed. So Presentation Zen is one of the best books I've ever yeah. read to get your point across with the less is more uh, mindset. And this is by Gar Reynolds, but when I tell you, if you're a, a content creator for mm -hmm. presentations, um, seminars, you name it, please read this book. You will have so many takeaways. And it's so easy to understand that your audience needs to just hone in on, you know, a visual and less words. And you can speak to however you want, but what's on that screen is going to speak volume. So do not over clutter it <laughs> and bombard it with words. Uh, it's just not good. And the last one I don't have because I lent it out and I'm still waiting for it. I won't say any names, but I know <laughs> we're in um, Black History Month and this is a really touching uh, story. It's called Life of a Slave Girl mm -hmm. and it was written by herself. Her, her name is Harriet Jacobs mm -hmm. and um, it's a self-biography of all her trials and triumphs that she went through. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend this. It's a great read. Um, and podcast yeah, so I, I will say I am a fan of TED Talks. I am a fan of Jay Shetty. And I know you're in there too, Sly, because I've definitely caught a few of your podcasts. Um, so you're you're on the list as well. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything self-development -de or thought-provoking, I, I enjoy uh, those things and different perspectives for sure. That's cool. That's, I love the books. I make sure to put it down into the show notes and in the description. Yes. Um, I love the, the podcast. I'm glad I made the list. Um, so before we end today's call, how can the audience get in contact with you, Melissa? Yeah, so I am on LinkedIn. So you can find me just by my name, Melissa Garrido. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram, I am uh, now on as this, T-H-I-S-N, mm -hmm. that, euphoria. So T-H-I-S-N-T-H-A-T, E-U-P-H. -E O-R-I-A. So, yeah. Sweet. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Sly Gittins and Melissa are out. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you're Bye, welcome. Guys. See Take ya. care. <laughs>